Hello, and welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I am about to go crazy and give you the full scoop on everything winter break. And I have missed you. I apologize. I've not actually recorded sooner or published anything sooner because I did actually record a full episode for you guys and realized it didn't record. So sorry about that. I have missed you guys and I hope you're all doing awesome. Okay. So it is, let's see, it is dun 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 Thursday December 30th we just got back we just got back from our family vacay yes we did and for those of you that follow me on Instagram I've gotten a lot of questions about this vacation so I'm gonna break it all down for you all right before I actually dive into the vacation to San Diego itself I'm gonna kind of rewind and let's catch up a little bit we have so much to talk about (sighs) and I have to tell you guys I'm actually recording from my bed at home, which I never do that. But because I am now displaced, my office has been redesigned, I'll say, taken over to accommodate for our wonderful live-in nanny that's coming back. I no longer have a place to podcast. So here we are. I'm hanging out in bed with you guys. So, okay. Oh my goodness. So much has gone down. I'm, I'm going to have to go back to my calendar and like recap with you guys. So, all right. On, so The kids started their winter break, basically, since we last spoke, and it's a two-week winter break. And so basically what happened was I had booked our, our, well, okay, I had booked it as a maternity photo shoot and then decided to make it a family photo shoot. So I'm going to actually do a whole separate episode all about that, but I did it with Lori Dorman Photography, who is iconic, and they just did Lance Bass and his family and they do newborn photo shoots so once those pictures come closer I'll probably release the episode all about that entire maternity photo shoot slash family photo shoot um it it deserves its own podcast so look looking forward to that but basically we kicked off our winter break with that photo shoot so wow that was just it was a huge deal for me just like for some context it was a really, really big deal to do a maternity photo shoot because I have, I'm on my third pregnancy, as you guys know, and the last two pregnancies, I didn't do one and I always regretted it. And so it was like a huge deal that I like actually booked the photo shoot of my dreams and did it and then made a family photo shoot. And it was just, it was incredible. Like, I don't even have words. And part of me also, the last thing I'll say about this, the the one thing I noticed or I thought about afterwards is like, you know what, I'm so glad that I did it the way I did, which was turn it into a family photo shoot because now I have pictures of Carter and Charlotte. And so, you know, I'll never get that time back and they're four and five and they're just so cute and so excited about their baby sister. So just to have pictures of all of us at this time is like super, super amazing and Next week, I actually meet with them and review all the photos and pick the packages and like finalize everything. And then they, they do the final editing. And so I think I get the photos probably like end of January or February. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, I'm super excited about it. Okay, so that was the 20th. Okay, that was Monday. Then what happened on Tuesday? Tuesday, we didn't really do much. 
Oh, we had, oh, you know what we had? Okay. So as you guys know, I'm starting to nest. <laughs> I am today, I'm 31 weeks pregnant today. So nine weeks left. So third, well into the third trimester now and eight months pregnant. Um, so yeah, so basically Tuesday we had somebody come, um, my friend Cassandra, my friends Cassandra and Blake, they actually were able to refer me to an electrician that came out who was amazing and his name is Michael and he has three kids and his brother came and so they put it up new chandeliers which we basically took Charlotte's chandelier which is like this cute little mini one that I got from like Lamps Plus like years ago and we moved it to the baby's room and keep in mind the baby's room is literally just like a disaster like there is <laughs> there is nothing good going on there right now right so like I'm kind of starting to freak out and so basically what happened was Carter so Charlotte's staying in her room and then Carter's room moved and so we like painted his wall and I got him a name sign oh my god the name sign we need to talk about that too okay so that he moved his room and everything's back ordered and I ordered everything back in November and we don't have to buy a ton of stuff but we do still need to like do things and so we've been kind of focusing on Carter's room but then I'm like ah third trimester we have to get going and get the baby's room going right so yeah so basically one of the first things I did for the baby was get like move Charlotte's little baby chandelier it's like a cute little crystal one and move it to the baby's room and then Charlotte she needs to feel like you know something's getting spruced up in her room of course and so she got basically the same chandelier but bigger I got it from Pottery Barn and it is so pretty and it's like the exact same style it's like a beautiful crystal chandelier so she basically has like the same version of the chandelier that her and I both love a crystal one but it's just larger and then Carter got like a it's not it's like a I call it a mandolier <laughs> it's like a flush mount light it's blue it's just boy and it just adds more light and it has a dimmer and so we had this electrician come over and he was just incredible and fixed all kinds of things in our house and put dimmers everywhere and um, so that was really great that was amazing he ended up staying almost all day so thank you for that Michael and thank you Cassandra and Blake for the referral um, he's amazing okay so that was basically Tuesday and then Oh, and then Tuesday, we were supposed to have a basketball practice with Coach Trey, but I actually, like, people started to back out because they were traveling, and it just really wasn't working out, and I was like, you know what, it's fine, like, we'll still go, but then I'd gotten kind of a last-minute invitation to my friend Gina's house for a cookie party, and she called it, like, Cookies, Coco's, wait, so wait, hold on, what did she call it? Something like Coco's Cookie Party or something, um... And so anyway, it was really cute. Her daughter Coco's so cute and did cheerleading with Charlotte. And so we ended up canceling basketball and going to Gina's house instead. And so we had so much fun. Oh my gosh, I met so many amazing girls there, by the way. So shout out to all you guys that I met and friends that I saw. I cannot wait to have some of the girls on. I'm like really, really excited that I met these wonderful women some stay-at-home moms, some working, some just started their businesses, some left the workforce and kind of grappling. So it was just really cool. Oh, and then Gina's house, she is like really, she has really great taste. So I was like 
I made her do like kind of a walkthrough and get some design inspiration because sometimes I get like mental blocks with my design stuff and she's like oh I'll totally help you so she did like a walkthrough of her whole her whole uh, duplex that she lives in and I was like taking all these pictures and like the way she has her daughter's room is like the Beverly Hills Hotel theme which is so cute and she was just telling me where she got everything and I was just getting really inspired and it was awesome so we had so much fun she got me like a really cute little um, baby blanket and it was just it was awesome just to connect and you know just talking to women like me I realized like there's so many women out there that are listening that are exactly like us where you know motherhood really did interrupt kind of our plans for ourselves and we're still kind of struggling with that and so we just I'm having really good conversations and it's making me think of different topics and content ideas and um, branding things that I want to do for the podcast because I'm just starting to realize like who I'm really talking to and I just feel so much better about everything. Okay, sorry for that tangent. Okay, so that was Tuesday and then Wednesday. So every Wednesday in our house, just for the record, every Wednesday is called Bobby Wednesday. What is Bobby Wednesday, you ask? It is Brian's mom. Okay, who is Bobby, first of all? Brian's mother. Okay. And so her name is Eva, but we call her Bobby. And the reason is because basically the kids could not pronounce Bubby, which is like the Jewish word for grandmother. And this was, um, this was not my kids. This was actually Brian and Jessica. So their grandmother, instead of calling her Bobby, her name was Betty, but instead of calling their grandmother Bubby, they would call her Bobby. And when I entered the family, I'm like, who is this Bobby you guys always talk about? And I start laughing. They're like, oh, it's our grandmother. Like we call her Bobby. So then when we had our kids, I said to my mother-in-law, Eva, I said, okay, what's your grandma name? And she said, oh, I guess it'll be Bobby. So I call her Bobby 2.0, but the kids call her Bobby. So anyway, so again, um, Wednesdays, she comes over on Wednesdays and Sundays cause she lives in Beverly Hills. So she comes over twice a week and helps me with the kids. The kids, it's like our favorite day of the week. Our favorite days of the week are the days that we have Bobby. So Bobby Wednesday and Bobby Sundays. And it is just the best thing ever. Cause it's like having her around. She's just like, there's nobody better on the planet. Okay. So anyway, so Wednesday was a Bobby Wednesday day and the kids actually had their last day of karate and then karate was done. So that was that was good. And I was able to start putting together Carter's name sign. Okay, so these name signs, you know, like his name, Carter, the name, a name sign in the kids' bedrooms, it's like all the rage now. Okay, so I got it from Etsy and it took me forever to even order it because I'm such a bad online shopper, you guys. Like it makes me so nervous. And like, you know, these are custom made pieces and you can't really see it and you don't know exactly what you're getting. So it's very risky and it just like is so anxiety inducing. And like, I didn't know which wall we were going to put it on. And so I was thinking we'd put it on the wall with like the navy paint, but I wasn't totally sure. Anyway, it came in. It was gorgeous. And um, man, that was a project. So I spent the good part of Wednesday getting like command hook tape and like taping the sign and like hoping to God that it was going to be secure because we're putting it over his head. We live in California. And so like, you know, you need to make sure it's secure, right, for an earthquake. So anyway, that was a whole to do. And I, we ended up putting up the sign. It looks so good. I have it on my Instagram. Go check it out under, I think it's under nesting, um, under the like highlights or whatever. Okay. So got that done. That was awesome. That was Bobby Wednesday. Then Thursday, we were going to meet up with my friend Jen and some of some other people and go to 
it's called Holiday Road, which it's basically like a holiday display. And it's like two thirds of a mile. And you go to this huge like King Gillette Ranch for those of you that are local. And it's exactly where they have Knights of the Jack for Halloween. But basically, it's like a huge display. And it's like kind of expensive, the tickets, you know, whatever. So we were all excited. We we're going to go to Holiday Road and see all the holiday decorations. And um, anyway, so we get there or we get ready to go and it ends up being a full-out downpour and it, they ended up canceling the event that night so that was a huge bummer but good thing I had taken the kids out to see the movie Encanto that day so that was really fun oh we went to um you know what we did we went to a really nice sit-down lunch with tablecloths so King's Fish House in Calabasas and then we went to the Edwards uh, cinema right there and I just went with the kids I had the best dish there. I forget what it's called. It was like some kind of crawfish something or other. I don't know. It was awesome. It was off the appetizer menu. And it was just like a rainy day. And we had a nice sit down lunch. And then we went and saw Encanto. And it was just such a fun day. And it was. It ended up being great, even though that event got canceled. Okay. So then fast forward to Sunday. So then Sunday, Bobby comes back over. Now we're at Bobby Sunday. And I'm like, okay, I really need to start getting all this stuff done for, you know, the baby's nursery. And so I decided, you know, this is going to be the day that I start really getting some stuff, some stuff done. So I go to the DIY and Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, wait, I skipped the part where the kids had, sorry. Okay. So Friday night, the kids had slept over at Bobby's house. So then Brian got home at five o'clock and then that was going to be our night to put together the crib. So we have Carter's old crib from Restoration Hardware. Okay. And so basically he had to go to our storage unit. He gets the crib from the storage unit. It's like a really nice gray crib. It's super nice. And we start to put it together. You know, we bring all the stuff upstairs. It's a whole major to do. And we realize we're missing like some of the screws. I'm like, oh. I can't believe this. So we only got so far that day. So then on Bobby Sunday, I was able to go to the DIY, like a Home Depot basically, and then get all the screws that we needed. And then we actually had Andres come over and he came and started to hang all the curtains. Okay. So this is where things take like a bad turn for the nesting. Um, oh wait, this was actually on Saturday. Sorry. Uh, yes. Is that right? Okay. I can't even remember anymore. No, it was Sunday because Saturday was Christmas. Christmas was quiet. That's what happened. Saturday we had Christmas. It was quiet for us. And then Sunday, everyone came back over and I picked up the kids on Saturday from Bobby's from the sleepover. Okay. So then, yes. So now we're on Sunday. So then, um, okay. So Andres comes now, keep in mind, I had bought these curtains, you guys, like literally two months ago before Black Friday. And they were from Pottery Barn. I got curtains, so two sets of pink curtains for the girls and then a set of navy blue curtains for Carter's room. And they're blackout, and I was so excited. And, of course, they were backordered. Okay, so finally they all come in. And there's like a gazillion parts because you, you have the actual curtain rod, you have the back plate, you have the hooks. It goes on and on. So we have like all these boxes. Everything's finally in. I finally have the guy here to hang everything he goes to hang it and the curtains basically like don't fit the space because they don't jut out far enough to like go over the windows. 
I kid you not, I almost lost my mind. So I had already gone to two DIYs, again, for the screwdrivers or the screws or whatever that we needed for the crib. And Brian had to go because I got the wrong kind. And it was just this whole thing with the DIY and the crib and whatever. So Andres is like, okay, what do you want me to work on? So I'm like, okay, can you please just fix the crib? So he ends up doing the crib. Awesome. Great. Okay. The curtains, however, were a whole other story. I had to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and get basically all new curtain rods, all new parts of all different kinds, spend another several hundred dollars to like, it was just, you guys, it was a nightmare. I ended up going to Bed Bath & Beyond, I think like three or four times and DIY three or four times. It was a nightmare, but the great news was, so I was so frustrated. The great news was that he was able to hang them. At least he got Carter and Charlotte's up and he got the baby's crib done and then he'll have to come back to get the baby's curtains up. <sighs> okay, so this is why it was getting stressful too, was not just because like it was like nesting gone wrong, but then I was supposed to do a f another photo shoot the next day on Monday and I had to like go get my hair done for that. And um, so I went and got my hair done for that. And then I was, you know, trying to coordinate for my sister-in-law to come over and do my makeup and so on and so forth. Okay. So then that, and then, then after the photo shoot, the plan was basically for Monday was I was going to go to this photo shoot. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, Jessica is incredible at makeup. She's an incredible makeup artist. She was going to come over. Sorry. She, she was going to, Jessica was going to come over at like eight in the morning and then do my makeup. I already had my hair done Sunday morning and then before the nesting debacle and then Monday we were going to do the photo shoot and then we were going to go to San Diego from there for our winter vacation. So then Sunday night the girl cancels and she cancels because she was ordering new backdrops and this that and the other and I was like you know what it's fine because I didn't have a chance to pack I had no time, like Sunday was totally screwed up for me. So I was actually kind of relieved, a little disappointed, but a little relieved too, because I'm like, I need to pack up everyone for our big trip or not like our big trip, but for our trip. Okay. So then Monday, so Bobby ends up coming back on Monday for half a day and she, thank God again. And basically I'm able to like return all the items that like, whatever I was, I did all these returns. I go to I go to return all the Pottery Barn items and that was a huge debacle and it was just a nightmare again. So the first half of Monday was wiped out by doing all the returns. Okay, done. Then I was able to pack everyone up. So in my house, and I want to hear from you guys, do you guys pack for your husband and your kids? So I am responsible and me and my marriage, I'm responsible for packing up Brian simply because he just does not have the time and it's just like, I don't have the patience to sit there and like watch him and like wait for him to like fumble through it and like, you know, whatever. And so I just, it's just faster for me to do it when he's at work so that when he comes home, he just comes home, you know, does his last minute, whatever he wants to do, like whatever he has to do to like change or whatever and get ready and we can leave. So that's what, that's exactly what happened. So Monday we were supposed to leave at like three o'clock. We don't end up leaving till like six or five or six or five thirty, I think. Okay. So we were going to San Diego and this was really big for us because mostly for Brian, because he, that man works 24 seven. Okay. Constant. 
and he, I just feel so bad. Like he has so much stress. He doesn't have enough time with the kids right now. And you know, it's just, it's just a lot. And so his busiest days are Christmas and New Year's Day. And so basically this was a big deal for us to get him away more than anything. And so basically he, hold on. Okay. Okay. So basically he comes home later than expected, of course, and it's late at night and the kids are so excited. They can't wait to go to San Diego. And so what happened was I had picked this hotel very strategically because over the summer we had a fabulous vacation to San Diego, except for the hotel was kind of a disaster. And so basically I was like, I'm not making that mistake again. So Brian and I, like, we want like a really nice hotel. Like we want like a nice adult hotel and where we had gone over the summer, just, it was first of all, very expensive, but the grounds were gorgeous but the rooms were just a disaster. Okay. So we stayed at the Omni resort in Carlsbad and it's like a great family, like friendly hotel. Everyone I talked to loves it. Well, I don't know. I think maybe our standards are just different. And like we got there and like the sink was like broken and making like a loud noise. When you turn it on, there was like exposed wires and it was just like not the vibe. So we actually still have a free night there and we haven't even bothered to use it because I'm like, I don't even want to deal with it. Okay, so my friend Crystal was like, oh, I heard Park Hyatt Aviara in Carlsbad is like much like, it's like not family friendly, but it's like a very upscale hotel. And I'm like, hmm, okay, I don't normally do Hyatts, but okay. So I looked into it and it looked really nice online. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? We're going to do that. Okay, so that's where we picked. So we were going to go there Monday through Thursday. So we get there Monday at 8. 30 everyone the first hour of the trip I'm driving I'm driving eight months pregnant everyone passes out I'm like okay so I'm like listening to a podcast and everything was great it was actually very relaxing so it was only like between two and two and a half hours we get there it is gorgeous like from the moment you drive up you're just like this is definitely the vibe this is stunning um okay so basically I had also like, so I normally, I'm like a vacation planner. Like I love to like make sure we have everything ready for our trips and like have the right events and like work with concierge. And I do this, whether it's like, if you guys, if you're a part of my like friendship group, you know, like I always like book our dinners and I book our events and I always like, I'm always the party planner. Cause I just like have really specific standards and I like need it to be really good. So, um, I realized the night before we left, or maybe even that day, actually, that we didn't really have plans. I'm like, okay. So I started booking up dinners and I booked, so I had booked with the concierge, the wild animal safari park for Tuesday. So the first day when we woke up, so it was going to be rainy, right? But she said, okay, Tuesday, it's not going to rain. Wednesday, it'll rain half the day. And I'm like, okay, so we really only have two full days there. So Tuesday, we'll do the wild, the San Diego Zoo wild safari animal park. And then Wednesday, we'll just do like our, the first half of the day, we'll do our pool day. And then the back half, Brian, I'm going to send him to the spa and I'll just like hang out with the kids and I'll like entertain them or whatever, because I'm like, he, this man needs like a really good massage and he needs to completely unplug from everything. Okay, great. So we get there, hotel spectacular, like kids are loving it. It's gorgeous. Like high fives all around. I'd upgraded our room. Like it was great. And it looked exactly like where we got married, by the way, which was odd. 
Hold on one second. I have to pause. I'm being summoned. You guys, Brian just had me stop podcasting and he was like, I need your help. I need your help. So I paused it and I was like really annoyed. And I ran downstairs and he had made me steak and potatoes and garlic and rosemary and was feeding the kids. How sweet is that, right? He's like, oh, because mommy booked our, like did all this for our vacation and unpacked all of us. And it was really sweet. <sighs> Fat and happy here. Okay, so I forgot exactly where I was. So I'm just going to go ahead and pick it up with the wild. Okay, so Tuesday we wake up. So I told you guys how I had like set up kind of the vacation. So then Tuesday morning we wake up. We drive 40 minutes to the safari park. I didn't realize, by the way, it was that far from our hotel. We get there. It's a full-blown downpour. There is no parking. I'm driving around for 40 minutes looking for parking, which we had already paid $15 for. And then so it starts. God, I don't even know. So basically, Brian was standing in the rain with Carter, and he was waiting to get us an upgraded, like, preferred parking spot. And so it took, like, 40 minutes for him to finally get to the front window, and they're standing out there in the rain. Charlotte was in the rain for half the time. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's an all-outdoor event. I'm like, Brian, should we even stay here? And keep in mind, I already spent, like, $200 for the tickets, which are non-refundable. And so that was really annoying. And they're still, like, you, they're good for a year, though. So I'm like, should we even stay here? Like, is this even worth it, you know, to stay, even once we do finally park? And so basically, after all that... The, the boys standing in the rain for 40 minutes trying to get me parking. We didn't even end up staying. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Let's take the kids ice skating. Okay, so we're like, well, we can go to two places. We can go to the Hotel Dell in Coronado, which is like, you know, about an hour away. Or we can go to Liberty, Liberty Station. And I'm like, let's go to the Hotel Dell. Like, it's nicer weather and it's like... You know, I, I've always wanted to go there. Like, I've been there a long time ago, but, like, I just wanted to go there. It's supposed to be really nice at this time. And we call them. They're like, oh, yeah, it's still, like, good weather because we're, you know, like, off by the ocean. So come on down. But if it gets bad weather, we'll cancel the ice skating. We're like, okay. And what about your restaurants? They're like, well, they're not open till 5. And we're like, okay, that's weird, but whatever. We'll just go and check it out. So we get there. It is a madhouse. Brian goes, takes the kids down to the ice skating rink while I park. And I guess because they only, oh, we got lost. Brian and I got in a fight because we got lost. And like, it was, it was ridiculous. So it was so frustrating. So we finally get there and they closed the ice skating rink. Yeah. And all their restaurants were closed. And there's like a gazillion people. We have to pee like, so frustrating. So thankfully we found pizza, really good pizza. Brian got the pizza like he had to wait in line forever he gets the pizza all good and then Charlotte has to go to the bathroom and then we like get separated and it's just this whole it's like a debacle the whole day is like a serious debacle so then we go we then get the kids some ice cream and then we go to see if they open the ice skating rink and they did but it was just packed and I'm like my kids are going to get trampled here and they've never been ice skating I'm like, Brian, let's call the other place and go there. So I call them and they're like, oh yeah, it's not that many people. We're open. Like, come on down. It's like 10 minutes away. <clears throat> so we go. So we leave and Brian's like, let's just, it'll be fine if we stay here. I'm like, 
no, like there are so many people here. Like they are going to get trampled. And then, you know, keep in mind, Brian has to take the kids by himself because I'm like eight months pregnant. So I can't go ice skating. Um, okay. So we drive to Liberty Station, which is 10 minutes away. And we get there and it's great. And except for Brian, they don't have the right skates for Brian. He had one size too big and then one size too small. And he was just struggling. But thank God that man was willing to take the kids ice skating. Like he did it by himself and it's so hard to teach someone to ice skate, but he knows how to do it because he played hockey. So he like is so patient. He puts on their skates. He like gets them out there. He's like barely can skate himself because he's used to like, I guess, ice hockey shoes or skates and um, his like whatever athletic type skates and then these were like figure skating ones which are like way harder I guess and they're like two sizes too big then it then I switched them out and they were too small and he was just really struggling with like not himself being able to like skate properly and then the kids were just like hanging onto the rail for dear life falling but he's just like so patient you know he's so patient and the kids were like loving it by the way they were like loving it because they were daddy and he was teaching them how to like you know, basically push their feet out and then in and then out and then in. And like, you know, it was kind of sad, like, you know, they eat shit basically. And so that was a little bit hard to watch. But for the most part, I mean, they were freezing and their gloves were wet, but they were just having the best time. Like they really, really were loving it. And it was so cute. Finally, like towards the end, I was able to get Brian the right size skates. So that was a huge help. They went around a couple more times and then it started raining and that session was ending anyway. So the kids went around again. And by the time we were done, I mean, the kids were freezing again, but they loved it and they were so happy. They saw the Zamboni and I was like, you know, like almost like crying because I'm like, this is the cutest thing ever. And it was just so cute. And it was the highlight of their whole day. So like Tuesday ended up after being so frustrating and epic failure, so many failures, this entire break, basically, um, Tuesday ended up being really great and having the kids ice skate and like them loving it was awesome and we made it back to the hotel and um where did we eat dinner I can't remember where we ate dinner but oh the night before oh I didn't even tell you guys the night before when we got to the hotel we kept the kids up really late and like basically went to like their fine dining restaurant and had tacos and drinks and it was just awesome and like Brian was just like Brian you're on vacation and like the kids were up late and it was awesome so that was really really great um and then oh Tuesday night that's right we ended up just getting fast food and that that was a bit of a debacle trying to like we drove up to this Wendy's and they were like closed for renovation inside but their outside was good so whatever so we just got them food on Tuesday night and that was that um Okay, so that was our first day in San Diego, or like our first two nights, and then we had only one more night. So then Wednesday, we woke up, and we were going to go to the water slide they have, or the pool, and they have two water slides, and we get there, and again, it's like already freezing and raining, which I'm like, I thought that it was supposed to not be raining the first half of the day, but okay. So we get there, and there's no service till 11. Well, you guys know if you have kids, like 11 a.m. you don't start anything with the pool is like too late like really really too late we got there at like nine o'clock and um so anyway so we get there and like the water slides look awesome but they don't have them open yet so the kids were like swimming for an hour but they were like freezing it was so cold and so I had like on my Instagram I had put videos of kind of what the kids area looked like because it was good 
like people were asking, is this a family friendly hotel? And it's like, I wouldn't characterize it as like family friendly. Like that's not like the focus, but there's definitely things you can do with the kids. But like, it's not at all like the Omni. It's not like meant for kids, you know, it's meant for adults. And it's like, if you have kids, they also have things to do there with the kids, if that makes sense. So basically they finally open the water slides. And by that time, Carter is just like so cold. He doesn't even want to go. And Charlotte had already gone like 10 times in 10 minutes. So funny. Oh, we had to get them goggles. I forgot the goggles. I couldn't find our life vest. It was just a whole thing. So anyway, so Charlotte goes a million times. Carter's too cold. They, I finally get them in the jacuzzi. We end up hanging out with all these other families and it was really cool. They had really, really awesome uh, food for lunch there. I had a Caesar salad and the kids had hot dogs and Brian had something else. And anyway, so, but then it was like a full blown storm. So we had to leave. So then Brian ends up going to his massage. And then I went in the hotel, got the kids all bathed and in their jammies. It's like noon or one o'clock by now. And then Brian goes to his massage. He has a two o'clock massage. And then I took the kids to like this play area where they have pool. And so I taught them how to play pool because I had nothing else to do with them. So we were inside the hotel playing pool and we had some of our friends come that like we had just met down there. Like some of the other kids came and families and just kind of hung out. And then, um, yeah, we were like just kind of hanging out at the hotel, having a lot of fun. And then Wednesday night we had, that was our last night, which was last night. We were at Ember and Rye. We had reservations at Ember and Rye, which is like their fine dining, um, place, uh, steakhouse, I guess. And so they take you, they pick you up in the shuttle and they drive you down. And it's, so it's kind of off the property, but you can still charge everything to your room. And so we went to Ember and Rye and it was good. It wasn't fantastic. I had, what did I have? God, we had so many things. We had squash, squash blossom, fried squash blossoms. It was okay. I had sea bass pretty good it was good and then spicy Chinese broccoli which was really just bok choy with like spicy that was good too and then the kids had like what did they have like french fries and hamburgers or something and then Brian had steak which they cut in half it almost looked like um Canadian bacon like the way that they cut it it was kind of weird so he didn't love that it was like a bacon wrap filet mignon and he said it was okay it wasn't awesome, but then we had these ridiculous desserts and I was just so full. I could not even fit any more food in my stomach. Okay, so then we get back to the hotel and the kids want to play pool with daddy again because it was only 6.30 and like it felt so late, but it wasn't. So then Brian ends up playing pool. I'm just like sitting there so full, I can hardly move. Brian's playing pool with the kids for a long time. Then of course, by like 8, 8.30, they're hungry again. So I'm like, I got to go back to our room. I need to like change and get comfortable and whatever. So I go back to our room, change into my pajamas, come back out with my like ski jacket on and my slippers, my pajamas. And I find them in the bar eating. I'm like, you guys are unbelievable. These people. So, and then Carter starts whining that he's hungry and he doesn't like any of this food. So then I take him to the Mart there and I end up getting him like a giant chocolate protein bar like at least this will keep you full and then like uh what do you call that teriyaki um beef jerky so we finally get the kids back into the room i'm like everyone's tired we're tired and then cut to one o'clock in the morning 
this is where it turns again. <laughs> Carter is like coughing and has like a runny nose. And I'm like, oh no. So from one to three in the morning, I take his temperature. It's like 100.3. I'm like, oh God, no. So I thankfully had brought medicine, our thermometer. I gave him ch children's Tylenol. He's like using all the tissues. I'm like, oh my God, this is a mess. Charlotte is out cold. Me and Brian are completely up from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. And then of course, Charlotte wakes up at 7.15 ready to rock. And I'm like, oh my God. So Carter seemed better, but I also was like, started to panic because I'm like, oh my God, like if he's sick, we cannot stay here. We need to like get, like, it's just not right, you know? And so I'm like panicking because I'm like, great. Is this like Omicron? Does he have COVID? Like, you know, now I'm exposed and I'm pregnant and like Brian and his work and all that. And like, it's just a whole thing. Right. And like their kids are not vaccinated. And so anyway, so I basically like take the kids with their masks, put them outside like immediately and like give them food quickly and then rush them back into the room with their masks and then change them, call the valet and the uh, bellman and all that stuff and get ourselves packed up and like peace out early. Of course, it was the most beautiful day we had been there. Ridiculous, right? It was so pretty. Um, but I just like couldn't stay there because I'm like, I cannot expose anybody. Like we, we need to get out of here. Like I just have like a very heavy moral conscience like that. And I'm like thinking if this kid has COVID, we cannot be like spreading this all over. Like this is not cool. So I immediately start looking for like at home tests and all these COVID urgent rapid tests and all this stuff. And everywhere is packed. You guys know it's all sold out. It's a big mess. I'm like, oh my God. So then I call their pediatrician and they're like, oh yeah, we can get you in at like 345. Their pediatrician is in Beverly Hills. I'm like, oh my God. So then we have another pediatrician locally and they're like, oh, we can get you in at four. I'm like, oh my God. So I book all of the pediatricians just for backup and we start driving home and you know, we leave the hotel. It was fabulous. Like I definitely would go back like hundred percent, loved it. Totally our speed would love to be there when it's like bright and sunny want to go back to the safari park since we have a credit etc okay so now we're in this like i'm like in panic mode because i'm like we have so much stuff like that we had to pack up and like i wanted to get out of there as fast as possible and like get the kids like you know and charlotte started to have a runny nose and saying she has a headache i'm like oh my god so anyway we're uh, we're like in maybe not we're in like um where were we around Irvine and Brian's like okay wait I found an urgent care in Huntington Beach that we can stop at and do like a rapid test I'm like I didn't want to do it I'm like freaking out I'm like no like I don't want to go sit somewhere in like this random city anyway we ended up stopping we listened I listened to him we stopped we got ourselves checked in virtually and then went and got lunch at Whole Foods of course the kids just eat like pizza we like eat it like you know in the car basically because I'm trying to like quarantine them now and then um yeah so we end up taking them to this urgent care doing a rapid test and I'm just like freaking out like I'm not comfortable I'm very anxious about this Omicron thing because my parents are very high risk my dad just got over both my parents just got the stomach flu my kids are not vaccinated I'm high risk because I'm very pregnant and like Brian has businesses to be running. So like, I'm just very uncomfortable and anxious. And like, I'm worried also for my kids, of course. Okay. So they do the rapid test. It doesn't take 15 minutes. It takes 30 minutes to finally like, so now we've been there for like an hour and a half. And like Carter's like starting to not feel good again and stuff. I'm like, Oh God, they finally give us the, res the results negative. 
So we drive home another hour and a half. It is a downpour, super downpour. The kids are passed out and we finally made our way home. And then I came home tonight and just started unpacking for like an hour, which by the way, how come no one talks about what it's like to unpack as a mom? Like after a trip, it's like literally a cardiac event. Like I literally spent an hour running up and down, up and down, up and down, doing a million things and like unpacking all of us. And um, I was like, God, I just have to podcast about this all. It's just this too much. Um, so anyway, that has been our winter break. And thank you guys for joining me. Kind of like was way longer than I thought it was going to be, but I hope you enjoyed it. And um, sorry if you hear my kids in the background. Uh, again, the Park Hyatt Aviara in Carlsbad, I do recommend if you like more of an upscale hotel. It's not super family friendly, but there's definitely things for kids to do there. Um I definitely am going to go back to that hotel and I can't wait to see all of you guys that are my friends that listen and hear how your breaks went. And I can't wait to, um, really just bring in the new year coming up. We're not doing much. We're going to take the kids for new years. We're just going to take them to a movie now that we know they don't have COVID and that's about it. So with that, I'm going to wrap. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. As always, please, if you enjoy this podcast, please please, please refer it to your friends and um, rate me five stars, follow it, all the things. Follow me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey. Uh, DM me with questions, comments, topics, anything you want to talk about. I'm your girl. I absolutely love our time together and I just feel like we're close friends. So thanks again for joining me. Thank you so much for listening and happy new year.